thousand dollar tickets. Man. Yeah. Number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Coming to you from Pig Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop lock. Let's go. It's Tuesday night. You know what that means. Oh, I didn't even have to tell Mario, look, you're going to have to do it I know. Right now. I already know. <laughs> and you know what? See, I'm already running on autopilot because obviously we are... Autopilot? Autopilot because it's supposed to be Tuesday night, but it's not. Yeah, special but edition. Right, but this is the number one live Tuesday podcast. On Earth. On Earth, but I, wh- on a whatever, Monday. Whatever day I want. Just not Sunday. Whatever day I want, Just except for Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever day. Yeah, that's Pig's Day. That's right. It's Pig's Day. But, uh, you know, special date, same... You know, same. same we're same late. Time. We're late because we're doing what Sorry. we do, talking about wrestling. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Johnny, you know what episode we're on today? No. What? 95? 96? 94? One of those. I don't yeah. Know. Sorry about that. Hooray. Uh, obviously, we, we were supposed to have a PCW owner on last week. Didn't happen. We got talk, caught up talking with wrestling. And it just so happened that the wrestling god smiled upon us. Schedules were aligned. We had to shift a date around, but I don't think we could have continued talking about wrestling without having the most choloist fucking dude that I know in the wrestling community. God damn. God. All the way from Santa Ana, Staten area, Little Cholo. Welcome. What's up? Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, welcome to the number one live Tuesday Look, on a Monday we just, podcast. We have to tell you if there's any question what it is that we do here. What we talk about is mostly Southern California culture okay. and wrestling. Yeah. And so I can't think of a better guest to have in today than you. So thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. The uh, chat is already lighting up. El Metal Metal. In the building. <laughs> uh, shout out to everyone logging into the West Coast Pop Block Podcast. Guys, guess what? I made it simple now. You don't have to be jumping around. You can go to one link now to get to everything West Coast related. You go to lnk.bio. That's link bio forward slash. Get this, Johnny. WCPP. Oh, man. That was awesome. <laughs> said a bunch of stuff i don't know what any of that meant but that, go or, there yeah <laughs> you guys can follow that link if you're across the social medias it's all on i think our instagram not sure if it's on our facebook yet but guys we're trying to streamline this make it simple uh so shout out to everyone logging in and uh shout out to everyone logging into the local music experience we are on we are live uh we're just doing it up here and doing it up everywhere and we're That's gonna be right. doing it up today with lucha wrestling so it was so I, I know you're is you're a wrestler, so you don't when and as an outsider, you meet wrestlers like the thing that it's like I don't know how cool they're gonna be talking about wrestling. You know what I? It's like this <laughs> well, might true. be the last thing on earth that they want to talk about with some fans is wrestling. So the fact that you were the one to bring up wrestling that makes me very happy that, to know that you're still a fan. So most thank you. most wrestlers don't. They once they leave the ring or they leave the arena, they they don't want to talk about it, but. I'm about it. 
It's like, it's like, well, I love it. One hundred percent all the time. Like, are you actually still watching everyone's product? Are you still have a fan favorite? Are you still watching like WWE or AEW or any of these other cable stations? MLW. I try to. I'm trying to. It's uh, it's really hard with the schedule that I have, but um, I'm trying to. I watch a little bit of WWE there, AEW here and there, MLW, uh, mostly Lucha Libre, uh, a lot of Japanese stuff. So, just trying to to, to stick with the times right now. Is it? Because right now, as far like U.S. wrestling, this is a this is an exciting time for all. Like the landscape is changing, all kinds of shits happening. It's exciting in Mexico. What's is it exciting in Mexico right now? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, the it, there's you can kind of feel like a there's a little bit of competition. Hell yeah, a little yeah. bit of competition. Usually when that 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 happens, it's like everyone gets hungry. Everybody's on their toes. You know, everybody's doing you know their their best and trying to outdo each other. You know. And uh, like I try to tell my students, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're the first match of the main event, always go out there and perform like if you're in the main event. Just give just it go. all. Just give it your go. That's when it come, becomes either authentic or not. Someone who tries, someone who you can tell you who, who can kind of get stuff over. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing when you deal with the public and you're, and you're waiting on the public's response and they're the ones who kind of make you or break you. And that, that's gnarly, man. I mean... I can only imagine, you know, Johnny does stand-up comedy, so, I mean, it just is equally as hard going up to some people if you don't get a reaction or not the rat reaction or, I don't know, whatever it is that you guys need to feel in order to keep going. Yeah, pretty much. You know, they, they kind of describe what's it feel like to be a wrestler. It's like, it's almost like a DJ in a way. Sure. You, you turn up the volume whenever you want, you know, and bring it down and the tempos, you, 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 you're you messing with it, so... Um, that's pretty much the way that which I is all part it. of the skill set. Like, oh, hur- hooray! You can do this. You can do that. Can you turn it up and turn it down as you please? You know, exactly. Can, can you get them where you want them to go? Like, that's the fucking skill set. Exactly. You. It's reading that crowd, knowing what to do, what not to do. I mean, I'm assuming you have to adjust yourself. I mean, per match, almost on the fly. Yeah, for the most part, you don't. You never know what type of crowd you're going to be in front of. You know, you're going to be able to. One time you'll get, you know, um, a Lucha Libre crowd. Nowadays, they're they're really with the uh, Esto es Lucha and stuff like that, just like uh, with a lot of the American crowds. Um, sometimes they're, you're going to be in front of crowds where they're just sitting on your on their hands. They don't make any noise. Nothing. And that's, that's pretty awkward. God damn. <laughs> and isn't New Japan style wrestling, uh, they're very quiet. They don't really react, right, for the most part? They do, but I guess... When they need to, okay, yeah, for only big big moments, not not the little big stuff? moments, big okay. moments, and then kind of towards the end of the matches when they know it's like kind of fifty fifty, who's gonna win, who's gonna lose. That's when they really get into it. That's be rough wrestling out there. I mean, yeah. shit, yeah. But fuck, man, I can't wait to start talking any more about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Before even we get to that, dude, I mean, uh, I haven't uh, really come across too many interviews with you. What really even? I mean, what started you? I mean, I'm assuming WWE, or was it like Lucha Libre? Uh, was your dad a wrestler? Was your grandpa a wrestler? Like, how did you fall into into wrestling? Um, you know, I liked it ever since I was a little kid. Uh, seeing. Uh, Hulk Hogan body slam Andre the Giant. That was like the earliest memory that I that I yeah. had. Um, I didn't really get into Lucha Libre until later on in like my teenage years. But um, yeah, for the most part, she was pretty much just WWF the whole time, my whole childhood. And then uh, right around 94 is when I f- saw my first mass wrestler, which happened to be Rey Mysterio. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, little by little, I just started watching more of that. I got into AAA and... Uh, 
yeah, that was pretty much it. It's, that's it's that's exactly like I think what you would hope for someone like Rey Mysterio is. Hey, this exists. Hey, here's this guy, and this whole other thing exists. And you're like, what the hell? And then just, you find, you know, just looking at his size, I was like, I'm his size right now. Right. I thought he was like the same age as me when I saw him, and I was like, well, if he can do it, why can't I? But I just didn't know how to get into it. I didn't know there was such a thing as a wrestling school or whatever. So I just kept on being a fan. How did you actually get started into, like, you know, did someone tell Did you find out about a wrestling school or? So I went to, uh, I found out about it in middle school. Um, a buddy of mine was walking around the school and he had a Perro Guayo t-shirt on. And I said, hey, you like, you like wrestling? Hell and he's yeah. like, yeah, my dad's a wrestler. And I was Ooh. like, the fuck out of here your dad ain't no wrestler i don't know anybody that has a dad as a wrestler but whatever. <laughs> lying ass lying. um i remember going to the anaheim indoor swap meet with my mom and uh, we were walking around i saw this sign that said uh, free lucha libre and i said mom you don't mind if i go watch this and she's like yeah i'm gonna go shop and just you know be nice and watch the show i was like all right cool sat in the front row and i started watching and uh i was just amazed i'd never seen anything up close and personal like that um, besides WWF back in the day, but just being right there. And uh, as a matter of fact, the, the very first match that I saw had uh, the uh, fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Hell like, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Nice. Long hair. He actually had hair. You know? <laughs> um, That's a long time ago, man. A long time ago. <laughs> At the swap meet. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he's doing his thing. And then um, a match uh, had just finished. And then uh, I felt a tap on my shoulder. I turned around and it was my buddy from middle school. And he's like, he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, my dad runs this. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, my dad's a wrestler. You just didn't believe me. And I was like, <laughs> I, I tried to tell you. Yeah. So uh, he's like, do you want to meet him? And I was like, sure. And, uh, you know, uh, his name is Martin Marin. Uh, he wrestles under the name El Genio. Uh, he's the owner of WPW, World Power Wrestling. And um, we met that day. And he goes, oh, yeah, my son talks about you. He says you want to be a wrestler. I was like, hell, yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, well, it's going to cost this much and this much. And I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Man, I can't, I can't afford that. My parents are going to give me that money. So um, I, I told him, shit, I'm like, you know what? You know, when I can afford it, I'll come back. And he's like, you know what? Um, let's make a deal. Come back next week, help out, set up this chair, set up the ring and stuff like that. And then uh, I'll train you. Fuck, yeah. Started paying my dues ever since, you know, and uh, came back the next week, started doing that and just doing that for a while and falling more and more in love with the, the sport of Lucha Libre. And um, he finally asked me, he's like, you ready to come and train? And I was like, sure. They beat the fuck out of fuck me out that of first day. <laughs> that first day, I, I couldn't even walk the next day. I was just so fucking sore and I was hurting in muscles I didn't even know I had. Now, was that, were you just doing running from doing cardio, or were they beating you up? No, no, not physically beating you up. It was the cardio that sure. they put me through. It's super old school, you know, 500 squats, Dude, 500 push-ups, 500 this, you know, and it's like <laughs> running laps around the whole entire marketplace, and then and then just rolls and rolls and rolls, and I'm just thinking to myself, man, when am I going to be able to do this cool stuff that I see? Yeah. Like, you don't learn this, you're not going to be able to learn that. So, you know, uh, I, it took me a month to come back. Oh shit! After that first time, up. yeah, no, no, just, just, well, not only that, but it, just thinking about, do I really yeah, want do I, this? <laughs> do I really want this? I remember when I found out what body weight squats were, 
and that this is what wrestlers do. You know what I mean? Like you hear, and it's like, all right, like let me fucking. Let me see, you know, uh, like doing the fingertips to the ground, like squatting. And it's like, all right, I'm going to see. And you do I, three or four. And I was like, 500? Like, what do you mean I can't do five? Like, what are you I'm supposed to do this all day? Like, that was finding out about squats was the end of any thought I had that I could be a wrestler. What it's like, this is what you do. Because I found that I was hearing, this is not just what you do. You do this before and after. You got to be busting out squats all the time. And I was like, oh, this is not for me. <laughs> like, people I, people think that, you know, they, they you see a bunch of buff guys and, you know, uh, yeah, I can I can run two hours on a treadmill and I do, I spend an hour and a half on the elliptical and whatever. Yeah, that helps for normal cardio. They don't understand that our cardio is so much different because you're not just running in place. You're running, you're jumping, you're ducking, you're moving side to side, you're rolling, you're lifting, you're landing. It's just, it's totally different. And uh, no matter how good you are in the gym or whatever, there's nothing like wrestling cardio. It's not the same. Getting up off the ground sucks. <laughs> yeah. you know, like all, like all the time. Like no matter what, like getting up from a, a lane position to standing up is terrible. When you were younger, oh man, you could hop up there to be no problem. You but could... I can't imagine doing shit for, you know, any kind of cardio for 15 minutes and then it's like, all right, now I want you to fall down and stand back up about 10 times in a row while this dude's throwing punches at you. Boom, get up, eat another one. Boom, get up, eat another one. It's like, I'm, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. So Johnny's already tired just by sitting there <laughs> watching this happen. Describing like, it, <sighs> describing it, I can't breathe already. So I can't imagine what it would be like to that. So yes, wrestling cardio is a completely different thing. Different Man. monster for sure. We got Steve up in the chat. Steve said the first time we saw you was at UPW in Santa Ana out there wrestling. Oh, wow. Shout out to Steve, man. Yeah, that's he's... crazy. Yeah. That's where uh, I was out there with the the prototype. So UPW. Yeah. Uh, we, we talk about UPW uh, enough on this show. But, but uh, you, John Cena, Samoa Joe, like, oh, there was, like UPW was a powerhouse. There was a guy who I used to know that wrestled for them. Did you, do you remember Psycho Matt Hall? Psycho big white boy. What, what he was like, I that, was surrounded by giants. I was like one of the only small guys there. So sure. I'm pretty sure I ran into him. But it's like I that was the first local wrestling that I ever knew about. Like I didn't need like I had no idea outside of WWF NWA that there was small companies running I had no fucking clue. And then you see it, it's like, man, this is awesome. Yeah, outside of the home promotion where I started, uh, I had no idea that there was other independent uh, companies around here. And um, uh, Martin, he would he, he would uh, rent his rings out to a lot of the independent shows. So with paying dues, I would go and pay, put up the ring, and uh, UPW was one of the places that I got to go set up the ring at. And um, I happened to be messing around after we set up the rings. And I was back in that time when I had really good knees. I could springboard and <laughs> jump around and just, you know, just just doing my thing. And they uh, they said, hey, um, I get, I, they had asked Martin, hey, do uh, you think your, your kid would want to be in a match tonight? Somebody no-showed. And he's like, yeah, throw him in there. And uh, luckily I had my gear that day. And, always uh, bring your gear, right? Always. Don't, don't <laughs> ever forget your gear. Uh, and I got to wrestle this Man, you look at my size, and then back in the day, compared to this guy's dude, um, Mad Dog uh, Mike Bell. Sure, he's one of the one of yeah. the Bell brothers. Um, Monsters, huge, humongous. And uh, I was back then. I was probably like 110 pounds, soaking wet, 
me thinking I'd put baby oil on. I'm like, yeah, I'm just as buff as this dude. But <laughs> hell no, this dude was like 275. He was jacked. He was doing the dark matches in WWF at the time. And uh, I'm like, you know, let, let, let's let's do what we're going to do. And uh, I knew it was going to get my ass handed to me, but it is opportunity, you know. Just, Absolutely. Just, just take the opportunity. And um, I was very fortunate enough to, you know, he saw the stuff that I was doing before the show. And uh, he actually, he gave me a chance. And he's like, you know, let's do your Get stuff. Get your shit in. Get your shit in. Yeah. And, uh, and that really helped me out. And uh, the office liked it. And they're like, you know, hey, come back for another show. And then I just, I just stuck with it, you know. So, Hell yeah. Opportunity. Whenever an opportunity knocks, you take it. Like one of the uh, the best parts to me about wrestling, about the com- about coming up in wrestling is the setting up the ring, is this coming and setting up chairs and understanding the guts of this industry of the industry, you know, like how it all works from the very beginning of setting up this ring, you understand how it works. And it's like coming from the tattoo industry, it's the same thing as being able to like work on your machines, like understanding how it and there's people that don't know how to they don't know how to work any of their equipment. And it's like that's not how this like you're supposed to be able to do it. You're supposed to know what if you're gonna fall in this ring, like fucking build it. Like, it's like pretty much. Yeah, I, I believe that it Everybody should be able to know how to put up a put up and take down a ring. Absolutely. Um, you never know what's going to happen. As a matter of fact, I did a show in Pomona. Uh, the ropes broke in a match right before ours. And, Which rope? Uh, I believe it was the top rope. And we were already in gear. As a matter of fact, we had set up the ring for that show. The ring had broke. We were in gear. We went out took the rope off and then switched the ropes. And <laughs> As people, you should. And people were just like, why are these guys doing that? But we knew we knew what to do, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's it's kind of it sucks that this generation nowadays they don't really get to they don't get put through that type of stuff. Uh, at least through in in my school, I try to teach them the old school way. I put a lot of my students through that to to continue to pay their dues. You should put up a ring, put up chairs, you know, set up the the lights and the DJ, and just know a little bit of everything because you never know what you know people are gonna need help with. Makes a lot of sense. So everyone goes in there like, hey, one class and I'm going to be automatically signed to WWE, right? Sure. That That's the assumption nowadays. That's how do I do a 540? Show me how to do that. It's like, nah, nah, nah. A nah, lot of nah, people nah. can't even forward roll or three-quarter roll. And, you know, they're like, oh, but can you teach me how to do a backflip and stuff like that? And it doesn't work that way. I'm going to teach you how to squat. That's all I'm going to teach you. <laughs> and then I'm going to teach you how to run those ropes. And that's all I'm going to. Like, you're not going to learn nothing. You're not going to learn any of this shit you think you're going to learn for a long time. I'm going to beat your ass so hard. You're not gonna want to come back. Yeah. Unless you do want to come back, then you got a problem. <laughs> let's go ahead and let's fuck with that. Yeah. Okay, I, that's what's up. Holy shit! How man. long have you been teaching? Um, it's been for years now, but this like at my own official spot. Uh, it's uh, right when the pandemic started. Oh no shit! Yeah. yeah How do yeah. you like it? It's been pretty cool. It's been pretty cool. Uh, it feels dope to pass on the knowledge that I know on to the newer generation. Sure. For sure. You know, sometimes it's very frustrating. Some people get it. Some people don't. Um, a lot of excuses. Uh, but this and my back and my ankle and, you know, you know what? If you want it, come get it. Yeah. Plain and simple. You know, <laughs> quit making excuses. Just show up, bust your ass, and, you know, you're going to get noticed one day. That's right. It, it's so true. You got it. Because those are all... 
maybe you have legitimate reasons and that's cool like and your reasons are cool and i understand that but we're gonna be here training and you're like you you can't you can't expect like oh well uh, oh my ankle hurts let me take three weeks off and then jump right back in the class and you know sure take off right where you were it doesn't happen that way it doesn't happen that way there's sometimes they're People think that that we're we're dumb or we don't see what's going on. They kind of want to sure. take the easy way out, but it doesn't happen that way. At least not not through me, you know. But um, I, I want everybody to earn their spot. And so far, I, I I believe in my opinion, I think I have some of the best students around right now. Hell yeah! I saw and uh, it was uh, they were videoing practice at with Khabib Namagomedov in Russia with all these other dudes. And he told this younger kid, he was like, look, man, you say you want it and you say you want it, but sometimes you're not here Tuesday. Sometimes you're not here Thursday. And he's like, and that's fine. You're welcome to come here and train with us and do all that stuff. But don't say that you want it as much as everybody else does when they're here every day. And you're like, don't, you can, you're welcome to participate at your own pace, but don't say you want it as much as these other fools do. Exactly. Cause there's people that are, you know, some of this, they think it's going to be a hobby. Someone wanted to turn it into a career, you know, they want to get signed. But if you're only coming in one day a week and busting your ass that one day, you're not going to get there faster than somebody that's there three days a week. And they'll catch up. Like, it's not going to happen. They'll, even if, cause I've seen it in comedy where. These people that start out, they're just naturally better than these other people that do it. But the hard workers are the ones that end up passing by everybody like that. You can't. There's no substitute for hard work. There just there just isn't. You know, I got I got a core core group of guys right now. And um, being El Tequilero, Mike Check, Eddie Vice, Angel Vega. And, um, you know, those are the guys that I feel really comfortable with, you know, putting my name out there on, put a, giving them my stamp of approval to go work here, you know, uh, all, you know, a lot of the promotions here in LA, Orange County, uh, even in other States. Um, but I, like I'm telling my new students, like I'm kind of tired of using the same four guys to push. I need you guys to step it sure, up, we're, you know, cause yeah. I need, I need four more guys or I need 10 more guys to be able to be like, you know what? These guys are ready. Use them on their show, you know, but if you're only coming in one day a week, it's going to take a lot longer. Yeah, sure. It looks like we got one of your students online. Shout out to Daniel right here on YouTube. He's uh, uh, Johnny earlier. He said he's always going to keep uh, in mind uh, to always keep his gear on. Dude, him. Gear. That is something that I heard in whatever wrestling book that I read, <laughs> whatever biography always that I was reading. They're like, have your gear. That's when opportunities come up. The last thing you want to say is, fuck, I don't have my gear. You know, and it's like, uh, cool, man, because you could have wrestled tonight, but you don't have your fucking gear. Uh, he's also trying to get some brownie points. I really appreciate having you as my <laughs> trainer. Thank you for not judging your patience and your support. Yeah. We're looking for main eventers, man. Get in there. Just do it, man. Just get it done. Show up. Put in the hard work. Uh, that's my problem with a lot of people nowadays. And I think it's just, I don't know, man. I'm starting to think I'm starting to turn into that old motherfucker on the street that just waves his cane at everyone. But look, man, no one got to work good good work ethic at all I'm anymore. When I start screaming about lazy people, I'm talking about myself. I hear me talking to me. Like, <laughs> fool, you show up. You do it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got to get myself pumped up, too. Self-motivation, Johnny. We got this. You know, it just, we got to do it. 
It makes it's it's the biggest difference, what are, and that's what makes this show go every fucking Tuesday, along with all the other crazy projects I get involved with. Uh, Steve wants to know on the forum how did uh, how'd you get your name, Little Cholo, or the gimmick or that vibe? I mean, were you always a Cholo? Were you like even smaller and then became? A little, little? You know what? Uh, during that time of um, when I had started to do uh, the little small shows, I actually started with a mask. Okay, and. Um, I it was kind of like a little homage to one of my other trainers. His name was uh, uh, Jorge Vega. He wrestled in Mexico under the name Lasser. And here he wrestled under the name Adventure. And he had like the, um, he looked like a like a futuristic Power Ranger type thing. Sure, Adventure. Yeah, and <laughs> um, kind of a little homage to him. Uh, I, I took a little gimmick on the side and I named myself Discovery. So when I, when I said <laughs> my goal was to team up with him and be like, you know, adventure and discover. Hell yeah. But uh, honestly, I didn't like having the mask on. It was very constricting and I just, I didn't like it. It felt hot and I couldn't see and I just didn't like it. And um, I, I, I normally had always dressed in Dickies, long socks and the white beater. That's how I was just walking around at the marketplace anyways. And uh, one day uh, somebody didn't show up. And uh, they said, hey, you're going to wrestle in the next match. And I said, all right, but I don't have any of my gear. And he's like, well, we'll get you some knee pads. You just wrestle like that. He's like, uh, I'm like, no, nah, I can't. I can't do it without my mask. I feel weird. And he's like, nope, you ain't got no choice. And uh, this is Martin talking to me. And he goes, uh, I'm like, well, what, okay, what are you going to name me? I can't go out there as Discovery. And he's like, well, and he looked at me from head to toe. And he goes, you look like a little cholo. So. That's what you're going to be. <laughs> nice. Ah, that's so good. That was pretty much it. And uh, it, it's I just stuck with it ever since. Well, now now knowing that, what's the best place to get your uh, white shirts and your uh, and your dicky <laughs> shorts at and your and your Cortezes? I mean, if we want to dress like a cholo or you know keep repping, what's a good place to be uh, picking up our swag from? Uh, official merchandise. You can actually hit me up uh, on Instagram and stuff like that. You can pick up one of these. Uh, yeah, that's a good yeah, shirt too. That's, that's such a that's good shirt, dope, dude. I got these Strong in tank style. tops. Yeah, I got these in tank tops for the summertime. But um, you know what? Uh, just to go back a little bit um. At that point in my life, I didn't, uh, I was really close to joining my neighborhood. And uh, it was either wrestling and the na- or the neighborhood. Hell yeah. And uh, I kind of saw some crazy shit happen during that time. And it kind of made me take a step back and be like, do you really want this? Or do you really want what you've dreamt of as a kid? And I said, fuck it. I'm just going to stick with wrestling, you know? Ah, that's what we do here. You know? And it's like, I, I honestly think I made the right choice. And yes, you made the right choice. <laughs> I honestly think I made the right choice because who knows where I'd be right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. So we have, this has been a discussion that we've been having that because of Dragon Lee is specifically who made me start thinking about it. Masks with trunks drives me nuts. <laughs> like, Mask and long pants looks like how like it's supposed to look. When people wear a mask and trunks, it drives me fucking crazy. It just looks so weird to me when they have like short pants and a mask on. I don't know. I just I'm a fan of the traditional style mask and pants. The, the thing boots. that throws me off is sometimes I'll see guys that wear kind of like a wrestling singlet type thing, but then they'll wear like the sleeves. Sure. And it's like, <laughs> why are you wearing sleeves if you got a sling? You know? Yeah. Just, that throws me the fuck off. Know, They're cold. They want their arms to be exposed. I don't know. Fucking weird people, man. Uh, 
There's actually people watching. I'm surprised. Yeah, there's a lot of people. God, man, I can't be surprised, yeah. <laughs> man. You, you are, you are loved. You have fans all over the place. I see, I see you on a bunch of different flyers. I what's mean, you are out there. What's up with Plaza de la Raza this Saturday? Man, Plaza de la Raza. I'm, I'm been very fortunate enough to, uh, to hook up with Mass Republic and uh, my homie Antonio Pelayo, who's running La Bulla, and that's going to be happening this Saturday at Plaza de la Raza in East LA. Um, they reached out to me and. Um, as I've been getting into my uh, my older years in wrestling, uh, I started dabbling in like the backstage stuff. So I'm actually producing the show. Hell yeah! For La Buya. this Got is actually my my, uh, my third third year doing it for them, and uh, yeah, that happens this Saturday. Nice Plaza de la Raza. Can we buy tickets anywhere? Yes, or? you can. You can actually get it at La Buya Events. Uh, I knew I had it here. Um, LaBuyaEvents.com. That's where it is. LaBuya. So are these your students? Who who's wrestling on this card? Um, we actually got legend. We got two legends, three legends, as a matter of fact. We have um, Solar and Solar Junior. Ooh. And then uh, Laredo Kid. Oh, oh hell damn. yeah. Yep. So that's uh, that's gonna be pretty sick. That's gonna be pretty sick. Um, that's Saturday. Uh, and then on um, where is it? On Friday night. Yes, it's actually my bad. It's uh, I want to get this right. I don't want to. Labuyaevent.com. That's where you can get tickets. Event. Yep. We got all you got. We got Eddie Vice in here. Drew Masters. All oh, fucking giving you props in the chat. Eddie Vice. Drew Masters. Come you. on, my guys. Yeah. <laughs> I will say uh, I've been designing flyers for the Michelada Lucha Rumble and for Tacos and Lucha. And I've been setting, I've been uh, throwing Eddie Vice on a bunch of stuff, my check on a bunch of stuff. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of your students come by, definitely. Uh, I think, uh, who was it? Angel? Yes. I think I saw him uh, wrestle one day with, uh, not not with, but on the card over here in uh and L.A. with Dirty Ron, he popped out of some, like, uh, that Lucha Pro spot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There. They're getting out and about. I'm really, I'm, really, uh, I'm really happy with the group that's going out and about right now. They've been able to go up and down California. Uh, they made it out to Arizona, and uh, a couple of them even went down to Mexico already, too. Hell, yeah. That's what's so up. now teaching and producing. Do you like, now they're taking new roles. Is that, ever, is that something you ever saw yourself doing? No, I didn't. But, you know, just throughout the years just looking at my trainers do that and being on the road with them and seeing how they put together shows and stuff like that i've just been taking little bits of here that i've seen that's worked and what hasn't worked and kind of doing that on my own now and um i actually i, I help produce book slash uh put together the shows for a company called vwe venue wrestling entertainment in uh, orange county and um that's pretty much uh, a project that i've been taking care of for the past almost two years now and oh, yeah. uh it's been pretty cool it's been pretty cool stressful i'll bet very yeah. completely stressful. different kind of stress yeah. it, yes because not only do i have to make sure my match goes well i gotta make sure the other matches go well putting the show together just everything it's just it's it's not it's not easy and Ouch. um you know if anybody thinks they can try it go for it but <laughs> it's a unneeded stress for sure all this stuff i tell people all the time like this because I would consider a life as a wrestler and that, that outlaw lifestyle, like outside of what everybody else is doing. And it's relatively easy in your 20s. Like it's, it's easy in your 30s, you know, like 
let's keep it like but can you keep it on can you keep going for like try balancing that out with regular work training uh kids wife you know everything family yep chores you know stuff you gotta do you gotta, you gotta run errands and other family stuff you know this i feel like this life that life if you want to chase your dreams if you want to do like some that life it asks you it's only one question but it asks you that question every fucking day when you wake up in the morning and it's are you tough enough you tough enough today you tough enough and it's like that's you just gotta wake up every day and be like yes Yes, I'm tough enough, and I got. I'll do it today, and hopefully, I can do it again tomorrow well, too. I, I wasn't feeling tough enough this morning because I woke up and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to move right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, my check up in this bitch too. Ooh. We see you in the forum. My check. I've been seeing a lot of your. Uh, I've been designing a lot of flyers with him on it too. Yeah, and it's so it really does. We were talking about this earlier. Like it really, you your stamp of approval. In the local wrestling team, like it really that means something. Like to like I knew I knew Jack Cartwheel was someone that I could that I knew that I needed to fuck with when I was seeing you tagging with him at multiple shows and bringing him and being like, yo, this is my dude, Jack Cartwheel. Like it's like, all right, like, you know, if Lil Trolls give Lil Trolls, if he's got the stamp of approval, I'll have to start keeping my eye on this guy. You know, a lot of people think that I just go out throwing out that stamp and it's it's not no, uh, 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 I, I've learned from just you know, past things that's happened, like, I can't just throw my stamp on anybody. And um, when it's time, then you'll get it. But for those who have it right now, they got to just keep on hustling because you can take that stamp away. Sure. You know, it's just, it's, you got to just put in that work. But uh, Jack Cartwheel is definitely, he's got my stamp for sure. Yeah, it means it, um, that's, I, I swear to God, like, when I saw, it, well, the second time I saw you tag with, I was like, oh. I guess this is serious. Like, was, that, really, was that Lucha Vavum? No, the, that was the first time I saw you tag with him. Where, where, where were we? Tacos and Lucha. Tacos and Lucha. Oh, I saw, yeah. Like right after that. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's really, I was like, oh, he's really giving him the tour around Southern California. Like, yeah. <laughs> By the way, that was an insane spot. Uh, if anyone who attended that uh, Lucha Vavum. Where he uh, dove off the, the balcony? The yeah. second story balcony, this dude does a fucking backflip no into the crowd. No problem. You know, his first Lucha Vavum show. I'll show you what's up right so now. I, I had, like I tell everybody that I I, I kind of recommend to go into Lucha Vavum. I'm like, hey, you gotta you gotta stand out, you know. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, people have dive, dived off that balcony and they've tried to do stuff off the speaker. And he's like, well, how do you feel if I dive off there? And I'm like, it's up to you, you know. It's yeah. not me. And you know, if you want to stand out, why not do it on your first night? And he went out there and he he killed it. It was chill. That was so good. I will say uh, that was my first show uh, recording for Lucha Vavum. And shout out to everyone, that whole entire cast, crew, uh, Liz. Liz. I mean, all the wrestlers, all the ring people. Dr. Malda holding it down. I mean, just fuck, man. There's a lot of uh, even you, Alex. You fucking drive me wild. <laughs> fuck. Wait, and what's the uh, CMML CMLL referee? What's that guy's name? Platanito. Platanito. I don't understand how this motherfucker is alive, man. This yeah. dude like always looks like he breaks his ankle every single time he he's jumps. selling. He's out there selling, man. Uh, I think I think it's the shot of whiskey that he drinks before. Uh, I'm not sure if it's whiskey or gin, but it's one of those two. Imagine your 75-year-old grandpaps jumping off the top <laughs> rope. And I'm talking about not just into the ring. I'm talking about out of the ring, yeah. which is already elevated, what is that, like four feet at least? 
minimum. Yeah. And then plus the height. I don't know. Do you know what? The, I don't know. It's I don't know 10. wrestling math. You yeah. know how high that oh, is? Oh, by wrestling math, that's 30 feet. Okay. <laughs> that is 30,000 feet up in the air. Your grandpappy fucking jumps off and almost breaks his ankles. And he does this in and out a handful of shows. Man, and you you know, he's to the point where he doesn't even tell you anything anymore. Hilarious. He's he like, just he just does it. Like you know, when, you know I'm gonna get my shit in. When he so, sees an open window, he's just like <laughs> He's that like, I don't know when it's lies. gonna. He's like, I don't know when it's gonna come, but I know my moment's gonna come, and when it does, I'm gonna get it. He's don't you worry. get his shit it's in? Like, don't he you think? Don't you think you get to go up to the jump, go up to the top rope and jump off without me going up to the top rope and jumping off, man? Uh, I remember watching him fly one time at a Michelada Rumble, and the 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 photo is so graceful. It's just. Sky, <laughs> him with his fucking arms wide back open like he's soaring. Everyone's about to catch him. Like that is just fucking poetry it's, emotion. It's funny how you mentioned that arms back soaring through the air. I try to tell my guys that no matter what, every time you do some type of dive, always open up because when sure. somebody takes a picture, that that visual that, of, yeah. always <sighs> sticks out. It happens and. It, and Everybody that, that does that and they actually take the picture of them doing that, I'm like, you see? See how beautiful that is? That man looks? is a master of his craft. Exactly. You know, he's been up there doing that for 50 years. He knows how to do it. <laughs> he knows what's up. Da- Danielito say, uh, Daniel says he's a legend. Eddie, uh, having Grandpappy jump onto us is always wild as fuck. I'll bet. <laughs> I mean... That's a lot. That, that's that's a lot of dead weight hitting you from like thirty thousand feet. I mean, do you teach people how to catch people, or like, or is it just, hey man, here comes a sack of potatoes? There's just it's coming a at you. Sack of potatoes. You fucking deal with it. Try not to aim for your head. I don't know. Like, what's the what's that, protocol? That's usually you. You learn that in, in wrestling school sure. for sure. Uh, there's, but you know, one thing that I like to say is appearances are very deceiving when it comes to catching and stuff like that. You can be buff as hell. You can, oh, I squat 777 pounds, and it's like, you can't catch a dude that weighs 100 pounds. Yeah. You know? Sometimes they, you see the guy come in, and then they, they duck, or they, they, don't, they, they don't calculate where they need to be, and it's just, man, it's a it's, it's weird situation sometimes. It's for sure one of those things that when it goes right... Awesome. It, it looks super, and it looks super easy. Dope. It look, and it looks, e- oh, that's the easiest thing in the world. And then it goes bad. It's like, oh shit, that looked. Wow, it looked bad. Like <laughs> that must be harder than I thought. Because <laughs> that's why I like uh, wrestling at Lucha Vavum. Because then you got, you know, you got like the ten guys that are on the outside. Uh, a couple of my guys are getting in there now with Alex's group and stuff like that. So when you see a dive coming, you see all those black yeah, shirts. Little little it's like, man, I, I got a, I got a nice pillow to land on for sure. You know what? That makes a lot of sense as to this explains everything about Alex. He's been hit in the head with too many bodies as he's, he's catching people. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Shout out to you, Alex. We wherever you're at. Shout out to Alex. He's over here sure. hustling and bustling with your tacos and lucha. And uh, did you go to the last tacos and lucha like no. last week? We, we didn't. We were bummed. Yeah, man. Yeah. And we, if if we knew that if uh, uh, Joseph was gonna he be, uh, be here, we would actually. Yeah, we would have we would have done another show on Monday and then gone, but yeah. we were supposed to have an interview on Tuesday. Man, that that show was dope. It, it, it was like super packed. Uh, Los Cadetes de Linares played. They they played their concert during the show, and then we went out and killed it. This Hell show yeah. was so dope. They were so like alive that night. I just got the information for the next one, so I'm about to get started on the flyer. So I mean, if it went well, well yeah, let's start planning. To, like, <laughs> we need to start to pushing go. that up. By the way, uh, there's a new ticket link on top of the the uh, 
the one we got for the West Coast. But I'm start. I'm gonna be throwing up all our tickets. I'm gonna be throwing tacos and lucha. And then, even though it's a free event, but you guys can get free tickets for our episode 100 oh, yeah. that's gonna be coming up on September 30th in downtown LA. Mouse Bar. Mouse Bar, guys, gonna be free. You can get some free Street. tickets. It's like 24th and Spring. Is that what it is? Uh, Did I remember that? As... 24th and uh, Hill. Oh Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it actually is, yeah, 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 on Hill on 24th. Yeah. Uh, you guys can be going to link.bio forward slash uh, event tickets. Make it easy. Event tickets. So be on the lookout for that. What but, are you guys doing this Friday? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. Got a huge lucha show down in Orange County, Laguna Hills. Oh, uh, shit. Fancy. RGR, Lucha Libre, RGR, Lucha Libre. Uh, Pentagon is going to be on the show. Oh, yeah. uh, I did hear about this match. Psycho Clown, Bianca right. Tercero. Uh, me and my group of guys, a lot of guys from AAA are going to be on that show. Oh, Super shit. huge, yeah. dude. If you go on to RGR uh, or RGR Lucha Libre Facebook uh, or Instagram, all the ticket information is there. And um, yeah, that's going to be a huge show. Guys, come out this Friday and get some Lucha Libre. Come on, Pinta? Shit. You know that shit's going to be fucking awesome. Now you know that fucking Cholo's going to be there? Fuck. It's going to be a ride up in that bitch. Like, for real. Like, you guys going to start stabbing motherfuckers left and right and shit. And then we're opening the show, so we're going to start off hot. Oh, hell yeah. That's right where you want to be. Yeah. The beginning. Yep. Setting the tone. So now, now that you said you're later on careers, I mean, what's 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 in your mind now? What's what's in the future for Little Cholo? I mean, you're gonna keep wrestling. I mean, are you trying to make it to certain companies? Are you trying to get noticed by that? Are you, you know, are you focus on just the school and the students? Like, what's 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 kind of in the forefront for you? You know what? I'm kind of taking it day by day. Okay. Kind of taking it day by day. Um, the next goal I actually have is making it to 25 years, and that's next year. Okay. 25 years so that's that, that's the, that's the next goal um and then we'll see from there we'll see from there uh, i'm gonna continue to do uh the backstage stuff and the school and uh just keep on pushing through and see how long 25 know. years that's real shit right there once you start hitting like those numbers it's like well i'm here yeah you know like, I, like it's it's like all I, I, I know how to reference is tattooing and wrestling but seeing the people that, because I know there were people that were around when I started that aren't here no more. Yeah. They could, and they were better than other, you know, but that longevity and being yeah. able to stick and being able to like still like love and not get burned out and hate the thing that you used to love and all that Like that is, these are all lucky steps that you take. For, not lucky, fortunate. These are fortunate steps you take along the way. Trust know? me, we, we all get burnt out, you know. Uh, there's been points in my career where I've, wanted to throw in the towel you know and it's just it's very stressful super stressful you know when it starts to affect your health and stuff like that then you start to think like fuck do i really want to continue to do this people just don't understand sometimes you know and you they think that you're picking on them or or you have a some type of animosity towards them and it's not even like that you know it's just sometimes people just don't fucking get it and it's got to be done a certain way because it just has to be. Right. And, um, you know, there's been days where it's just like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't I don't want this no more. But then it's like, I have to be here. Sure. It's like I was, I think I was put on this earth to, to be doing what I'm doing Fuck right now. Fuck yeah. So I'm You just gonna, needed to blow some steam off and now you cool down. Now you're ready to come back at it. I had to go eat some tacos and then there overthink you go. it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite taco? 
Asada. Okay. Asada. You got, you got like a favorite spot? Like, uh, 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 Super C's from out there from Orange County. He claims there's not like, I mean, or does he claim that there's only like I one good? Yeah, I, sure. I forget. There's like one or two. I don't know. Whatever I said was going to be wrong because obviously <laughs> I, it's whatever it is. But tell us, is there like a dope ass taco spot out there that we should be knowing about? My peeps know me. I'm a foodie. Okay. Oh, I, shit. Okay, I am good. A foodie. So, like, this I, is the third thing we talk about here. So, <laughs> food, a lot of food. <laughs> I think we're going to need another whole episode to talk yeah. about food. Just the food. Fuck. Uh, you know, there's a few spots out there in, in, in Orange County. I, I like La Tapatia because it's open 24 hours right there off of uh, Bristol and First Street. Um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a birria place called Super Birria that's right there. It has some pretty good tacos. Uh, a couple of trucks there as well. Uh, if you want a good torta, though, if you guys really Hell like yeah. Torta, yeah. there's a torta place called uh, Tortas La Huera, and that's on Bristol and 17th Street. They post up there Tuesday through Saturday. Ask for La Torta Cubana. Oh, that's just so big you can't put it in your mouth. <laughs> they have the Milanesa. It's got Milanesa. Yeah. It's got weenie. It's got fried Wee- cheese. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's got all that shit. You can It, it won't fit in your mouth. Hell yeah. It won't fit in your mouth. That's what we do here, man. Find out about the good shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sandwich so big, can't put it in your mouth. That's right. I recently found a spot just driving around with with me and the fam, um, a little industrial area, uh, Thursday through Sundays. Mom and pop little little restaurants kind of post up in that industrial area along with food trucks. So like for like two blocks, there's nothing but just food. Tacos, tortas, um... You got deep fried quesadillas. You got goddamn. Oh man, it's crazy. That when I when I leave a show, if I, especially if I'm in the area, I'll go there because I know they're open until at least sure. twelve or one. Nice. So I'll go there and that's such like uh, like a, a natural like little thing that happened. Like this was this was an organized thing. Just like slowly, it, it literally bit, just happened. Uh, an organically like uh, what's that? like a food the, carnival. You know, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. I asked or, or like a night market type. Night thing market, where, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's just an industrial area. If you don't, if you just drive by, you won't see it. You literally have to just like pay attention. You gotta just, know. You'll see a bunch of lights there, and uh, I asked the lady like, well, "How did this happen?" And they're like, "Well, this person told this person, this person, and then bam, you got like." No lie, you got at least 20 trucks there. Holy shit. You got at least tw- another 20 mom and pop little stands is there. And they the just food. created their own little food That's empire. Best, like, hey, man. man, we're just showing up here. I think there's something very similar to that off the, oh, here by, uh, off of uh, PCH, the 110, when you're about to merge on. They're like, there's this giant parking lot. And then on. The oh, off- yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. There's a bunch of vendors. I haven't stopped by, but I'm out. Shit, there's a shit ton of people. That's right down the street from Look the shop. Look at this. Look at this deep fried kitchen. Hell here. yeah. Damn, dude. That looks like a fucking uh, oversized empanada. That is what that, it looks like. That's it looks a deep, like a giant empanada. That's a deep fried quesadilla from there. Woo. I'm telling you, I'm a foodie, bro. I have nothing but pictures of food in my phone. <laughs> my stomach just dropped right now. God damn. Uh, Jerry rigged uh, Taco uh, Rancho. Taco uh, Rancho on, on Orange Stove. Taco Rancho. Never heard of it, but oh, nah, I'll give it a try for sure. I'll definitely give it a try. See, this there is a two-way go. street. It's a conversation. We get the... <laughs> there you go. There you <laughs> go. I get the suggestions back. <laughs> People let it know where to go grab the good tacos. Hell yeah. So now uh, with this coming up show, uh, anything else kind of coming up down the pipeline that we should be kind of paying attention? Um, You know, uh, if you like I said, we got RGR this Friday. Um, La Bouya. That If you guys never witnessed a... Uh, Lowrider show, art show, concert, Lucha Libre. That's going to be the spot. You never know who's going to show up there. We had David Arquette show up there not too long ago, though. Oh, last shit. Year. Did he wrestle? 
Uh, you know, I think he was close to jumping in there, but was, <laughs> um, and then you know a lot of the artists that Antonio Pelayo knows, you know, they're always coming through. Um, that you know, so that show's gonna be cool. If you, get, you ain't got nothing to do this weekend, uh, the following weekend, like I said, VWE in Orange County, and uh, we have a new location at uh, Represent Headquarters. Uh, Represent is actually uh, Nate Diaz's clothing line. Sure. Okay. So it's going to be right there in his warehouse. It's going to be pretty cool. Excellent. Uh, we have a stacked card for that as well. There's a cage match. Oh, L- LAX 5150 versus uh, our tag team champions, Angel Vega and Vito Fratelli. Um, we got a six-way scramble. It's got myself, B-Boy, Sandra Moon, Mike Check, uh, Ray Rosas, and then a, a mystery opponent. Um, it's it's a stacked, pretty good show. If you want tickets for that too, you go to vwestore.com and you can find that there. How do you get a cage? <laughs> like a ring is one thing, you know what I mean? Like like a wrestling ring is what? But how do you have a cage built? Is there a? That's, can that's you get one, them on high spots? Like I don't understand. That's what. one of my stresses right there. That's you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we we were able to come through. We got we're gonna have a cage match that night. So if you never witnessed a cage match in person, that's gonna be the one to Holy go to. Holy shit! People people gonna get hurt, guys. Yeah. Got to come out, get your tickets. Fucking entertainment. There's gonna be blood. Not How mine. D- not yours. Not mine. Okay. How did you guys end up hooking up with Represent? Um, through the owner. Uh, he's actually uh, we had met each other online and uh, talked, and he had seen me on Lucha Underground. And um, what a just, great show! You liked it? I yeah. miss it. I miss it it's, so much. It like like taking it into like seasons and like structure, like like how like and like bringing like telenovela stuff. It like it was just fuck. It, it was like, different. It's different. It was different, and it was and it was the kind of thing that like non wrestling fans could watch. And be like what the fuck, you know? Like this is. Super interesting. You know, Everybody like, that didn't know what I did, I would turn them on to that. And they're like, that's not just an average wrestling show. No, not like, at all. Oh, it was no. a TV show that had wrestling in it. Right, TV show about a wrestling show. Yep, you know? and yeah. uh, that was what made it cool. And, man, I miss that thing. Yeah. And Boyle Heights, too? Like, man. Did you guys ever go to a taping? No. I want, every time I found out about it, I found out, hey, we're going today. It's like, why would don't tell me today? Well, how come you did? Well, where was I at when you were getting tickets? Like, how? Where was tickets, I then? Tickets were a crazy situation during yeah. that time. So it, you know, a lot of people had that situation. Well, we got an extra ticket. Oh, well, I got plans, and well, oh, I would have gone. They just telling me, hey, we're going. <laughs> Not, I have a ticket. Do you want to go? Just, hey, we're going. It's like, all right. Well, where's my fucking ticket? <laughs> That's how I felt this past week for WrestleMania tickets. I'm like, I don't know, it was a launch party that you could have got free tickets for and go hang out. Like, yeah. And I saw that, like, oh, there's a bunch of wrestling dudes that, oh, you motherfuckers, bastards. Thanks, thanks for the heads up. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're uh, good. Hooking up with the represent people. Too, no, but, but yeah, you know, we 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 met through that thing, and uh, we started talking online, and. Um, I'm a fan of their their clothing. The clothing is really dope there. Yeah. Um, if you, if you don't believe me, uh, that's why we represent here. Uh, just check out the website, representltd.com, and uh, the clothes is pretty dope, nice and comfortable. They have these type of shirts, and uh, that's not just uh, MMA related, but you know, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good. I thing. have a, a good friend of mine lives in Lodi, he, and he rolls with all the that NDA and like. Uh, oh, okay. So okay. That's what. I'm, I got. No, I go to the connection. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that show's gonna be dope. It's nice, spacious uh, area that we're gonna be in compared to where we were at right uh, normally. Uh, so that's why we did the move, and it's just gonna be a nice, comfortable show. It's gonna be outdoors, and uh, it's gonna be pretty cool. We got a good, but really good backdrop of the city in the background. So Hell yeah! Should Sounds be romantic. Fun. 
Take all your romantic dates there. Get some, <laughs> get some romantic. Blood. When you see in the background, there's gonna be a cage and some yeah. dudes flying <laughs> off. There, <you> know? <laughs> that really, like, if that really is a line, if and Lucha, I mean not Lucha Underground, uh, Lucha Vavum is really the beginning point where I see like so, like people on dates and they'll go to Lucha Vavum and you know it, watching the crowd. And if you see like their date is having a good time, they do, or you hear them talking and they have no idea what wrestling is, and then by the end they're like, "Well, that was awesome!" And it's like, "Man." You know what man. I really want to pitch to Liz is I think Lucha Vavum. I know it's probably going to be a no, but I might as well just do it. I wouldn't mind seeing a cage match at Lucha Vavum. Cage match would be cool. It's man. never been done, but I think it being another element to their like. Is gonna trip everybody the fuck out. The cage match is a spectacle. It is, and that the Lucha Vavu is, is a spectacle, you know. And just being in that venue, and I think just the way they would be dressed up there, the lights and everything, and just look, it, I think it'd be pretty dope. I'm gonna bring it up, and we'll see what happens. The beautiful thing is that place, that infrastructure, is a beautiful theater, and they have the mechanisms to raise a sure. cage. So it is definitely possible. When they ra- what I that raising the ball, I was like, this is like a real place. That's what I always think when I when you see like the uh, the, the the dancers like get lowered. I was like, this is there's like real shit going on here. The mine is dope. It's, it's, it's man, so dope. so cool. And like, yeah, I think the a parking cage match. is fucked up, but you know, since, right now, yeah. Since they destroyed the parking lot, the one that was right next door, that was where I'd park all the time. And now it's just a bunch of big construction site, and I'm sure they're not building more parking. They're building something terrible there. Like, I want probably going to be apartments or something like that. Right. And I, I need it'll, something that'll take up more of the parking. Man. <clears throat> Uh, do you have any of your stuff online that we can kind of go look? I know we're talking about like live shows, but for people who are like really intrigued to see your career, or do you have any of your stuff documented at all? I do have a YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com backslash little cholo 1503. That's L I T T L E C H O L O 1503. And uh, what's on there? Like, is it just past matches, or do you actually have like skit comedies, or you have a show up there? Or, uh, it's mostly matches. Uh, a lot of the videos that I put out there, uh, I didn't really, when I started the YouTube channel, I didn't have any footage. Now it's just getting footage, you know, like I recently asked you for. Uh, just, you know, trying to get my stuff out there because if, if you know, if you don't promote yourself, nobody's going to promote sure. you. You know, plain and simple. And um, just just doing that, you know, just getting my stuff out there. A buddy of mine did a little mini document docu-series on me. That's on there as well. It's called oh, Mi, Vida, Mi Vida Lucha. And um, Hell yeah. it's uh, there's two episodes on there. We we haven't done the third episode yet, but uh, hopefully coming pretty soon. Oh, that's wild, dude. Uh, I have your I have a match from yours. I think that that Jack Hartwheel one. So I'll make sure. Oh, to, I'd love to have I'll, that. I'll maybe. make sure to get that to please, you. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll got Mike check up here. It's threatening you. Uh oh. Ah shit. Is he <laughs> calling you out, bro? Like I thought you wanted his approval. What the fuck? <laughs> As, uh, oh, cage match. Uh, Let's go. He said he got you in the scramble, man. He's coming. The scramble first. He's coming for you in the scramble. He ain't doing shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> My his ass That's going to be the cage match, man. You better, <laughs> better watch out. You're going to get caught in a cage. 
Oh, we're kind of reading all these fucking notes right now. Yeah, Shit, sorry. You know, a shout out to Steve. He couldn't make it in today. We appreciate him He's logging being in. being active in the chat. That's right. Could have easily had uh, called in at any point on our number at 909-475-7449. I'm really surprised nobody called in. I thought oh, that was going to yeah. get the some The number's been up, guys. What Mario the fuck? Probably has, the phone line probably hasn't been open. It hit, no, I made sure that calling. it's been open. <laughs> the, there's been plenty of times in the past that people have tried to call the entire time and the line was just not on. I am, not, not lying. I, I bet you like everybody's like, should I call? Should I not call? Should I call? Yeah. Hey guys, if you guys want to call in, now's the time. Nine oh nine. We're coming four, to the home stretch. Four seventy five seven four four nine. You're not. You don't got balls to call oh, in for shit, little cholo. Were <laughs> you at Mike? I was like, I know who's gonna call. <laughs> the only one threatening violence in the chat. That's gonna be on the line. Mike isn't man enough to call in at nine oh nine four seventy five seven four four nine. Where you can talk to cholo direct. So who's your favorite luchador all time? Ray Mysterio. Ray say still Ray all the time. Fuck yeah. Yeah, ever since I was a little kid, just from seeing him that that with his size, and I'm like, man, if he could do it, I can do it. He really changed everything. He he, he revolutionized the, the the world of wrestling, and um, my ultimate bucket list was either uh, to wrestle against or with him, and I was very fortunate enough to do both. No shit. Yeah. How'd that go? Speechless. I was speechless. Where'd you wrestle with him at? Uh, the very first time was Lucha Underground. Oh, that you yep. are fucking correct. Yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. here we go. Caller, you're on the West Coast. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Super Steve. Oh, what up, oh, man? Woo! Super Steve Flores. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Sorry I couldn't make it in there, but little Cholo, I remember you at UPW in Santana handling it out there, bro. That's the first time I ever saw you wrestle, and uh, I would have loved to have been in the studio with you tonight. But and I also uh, appreciate you coming out to the Michelada Rumble, Michelada Lucha Rumble, and you guys have been an awesome addition to uh, to our event as well. Oh man, thank you. Appreciate that. That means a lot for real. So yeah, man, I remember seeing you out there. It's really small dude. You still had big dudes like the prototype. You had um, uh, you know, Samoa Joe, and you were out there handling it, coming off the top ropes. It was uh, it was an awesome time for me going to that venue and really checking out all the Lucha Libre out there and, and having something in your backyard that you can go to and with really great talent all the way around was awesome, man. We, we, we did not miss a match in, at the Galaxy right there. It was, it was awesome to see you guys. Gracias. Gracias. That means a lot for real. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was a fun time for sure. Got to got to chop it up with all those guys, those monsters at the time. Uh, do you keep do you keep in touch with any of those guys? Uh, how does it feel to have been uh, in the ring, and not only that, but you know, uh, just wrestling with those guys and now seeing their success and where they've gone? Um, you know what, the, our 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 paths have gone different ways, but. Uh, you know, when we do see each other, uh, it the, there's still a connection there. You know, uh, the very last time that I had seen Cena, he remembered who I was. And uh, we were actually one show away from wrestling each other. He would tell me at all the shows uh, after that match that I had with my Mad Dog Mike Bell, he was telling me, hey, we got to get in the ring. I'm like, hey, you got the pool, you know, yeah, to make, you make it happen. <laughs> and uh, he kept on and every match that would have, he's like, man, you're killing it. Let's have a match. Let's do it. And uh, I, I think it was going to happen at uh, one of the shows. And 
he ended up getting signed. He got signed. And, sure. And that was it. So, um, you know, I'm very happy that he's, you know, got Going on to be John Cena. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> You, I will say I, this, though. I will say this, man. At UPW, uh, at the time, you were one of the fan favorites, even over the prototype, for sure. Oh, man. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that you saw it. A lot of people, uh, they beg to differ, but I, mean, <laughs> I, I appreciate that, for real. Uh, yeah, man, definitely. They're definitely representing the, the you know, the area. And, and even talking about the uh, Anaheim Indoor, uh, you know, I was born in Anaheim, and I remember right. going there as well and checking out the Lucha Libre and, you know, uh, hanging out and, and buying some stuff and, and, and checking all that out there. It's still, amazing. I still it's go there. See someone in your, yeah, it's, it's good to see someone in your own backyard still handling it. And not only, you know, there's different layers of success, you know what I'm saying? And for you to be able to pass on your knowledge uh, to other wrestlers, guys that have the same dream that you have, the dream to become... Uh, a successful luchador success is not only on the heights that you make but the heights that you help create so uh, applaud to you and taking that knowledge and really helping other people reach their goals and dreams no uh, thank you thank you Gracias, gonna appreciate it it's crazy how in re- i mean it's not just wrestling but it is something specific to wrestling where you're more me- you're not even me- you're measured at the end by what you gave back not even like what you did it's like what did this how many sons does he have out there how many grandsons does he have like how like how much did he give back to this thing that gave to you you know so fucking just trying that's that that's the i think that's the the least i could do you know sure is just try to put out there as much talent as possible good talent um, that know that know the stuff that know the old school shit you yep, know? pretty much no, definitely. It, it's always great to see people out there that don't keep the knowledge for themselves and are willing to, to share it uh, and and push others to success. And that's the one thing we do on the West Coast. We always try to uphold and we always try to, to, to promote people that are out there pushing it, doing it, and, and giving back. And, and thank you for giving back to that next generation of Lucha Ores that are not only coming out to our events at the Michelada Rumble, but, you know, at Tacos and Lucha. And we're, we're seeing a new generation. And just make sure one thing, when they wear a mask, they wear pants. Not <laughs> <laughs> No problem. Right. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> so thank you very much. And I'll let you guys continue. And I'm watching. And gracias for coming out. I really appreciate it. Hopefully we can have you back out when I'm there as well. Hell and yeah. Maybe some- students as well so they can talk about their experiences and uh if you can we'd like to have you out at the 100 show uh you know and, and have you out there hanging out with us if possible but uh if not we'll see you at la Buya this saturday oh yeah all right Friday cool. night. go you know remember guys cero miedo Little <laughs> <laughs> all right steve all right, later steve. dude there we go fuck man hell yeah like you said, man, you've been coming up. I mean, you're a fan favorite everywhere you go. I hear the chants at Lucha Vavum. I mean, for those that have never been there, you see everyone chatting, Cholo, Cholo. They fucking love you there. <laughs> you know what? That that feels dope. Yeah, it, I, yeah. there, there's, not, there's no words that can describe that at all, at all. Like, you know, some people are like, what does that feel like? And it's like, you just speechless you like know? sorry man if you haven't done it i can't explain it to you no man yeah. it's just you know when 
everybody has their, their own choice. You know, they cheer for who they want. And But when you hear that, that roar and it's just continuous, it just makes you feel good. All right. I think we're in trouble now. Caller, you're on the West Coast. Yo, yo, yo. This is Mike Check. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mike Check talking all that shit online. What's up, Mike Check? How you doing today? I'm talking all that shit. You, you were, you know, I guess you never learned. I guess you never learned that lesson of uh, respecting your elders. Oh shit! No, that, look, 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 look. That's what I'm calling in for. I was like, I'm talking all that shit, but Cholo is my trainer. <laughs> I was just Cholo worried. is my trainer. I, I just wanted to call in just to give him all the accolades. See, he's called yeah. call giving flowers, man. There he's you go. Giving flowers. See, that's yeah. way better. All the flowers and then talk shit after. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm I'm only able to talk shit because of Choco. Oh, shit. That's Uh right. You got the skills to back it up. I got the skills to Choco. You know, let's make that very clear. (laughs) How long? Choco is golden all day. How long have you been training with Choco? About two years now. Okay. Oh, shit. You, you, you put two in some years. time. You put two in some years time. With him. Okay. Yeah. How long? And did... I have everything that I do in the ring is due to Cholo's training. Remember, it's wide arms when you jump. <laughs> Pull back, <laughs> spread Pull out back. when you jump. <laughs> <laughs> he know spread he knows arms. that tip work. Spread he knows arms. that tip work. Yeah. Uh, do do you remember? Do you have a special match already, like that you've done that, that that stands out out of anything that you knew that only happened because of Cholo's training or the things that you learned from him? I mean, we can go with the recent one. Even though that I lost my title, um, my VWE Heavyweight Championship, due to Cholo's training, I had one of the best message matches I've ever had with you, Dibs, just recently at Venue Mania yeah. VWE. Hell yeah. I will say I've done some filming for Compton Mania where I saw Judea's uh, perform, and that dude is something fucking else. So I get around this little independent uh, wrestling scene, and there's a whole bunch of fucking wrestlers coming up everywhere. And I've seen you, Mike, fucking throw it down, too, so I can see how and why you, t- you talk highly of Cholo because, yeah, man, you see it. You see it in the wrestling. And uh, sorry to hear about the... Uh, the loss, but look how positive he sounds. That's right. Look how positive he sounds. Absolutely. He's going to learn from Absolutely. this. He's going to take this yeah. negative into a positive and then, you know. Get them belts. Get them belts. Be the belt collector you are sought out to be, sir. <laughs> That's all. Well, you yeah. know, you know what? The only reason I take the risk that I do is because Cholo assisted me with making that happen. Hell like, yeah. I'm, I'm a 38-year-old man and my bones hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. You're 38. I thought you were way younger I than that. I'm fucking 38. Damn. Oh, trust trust me. He says that shit all the time. He'll let huh? you know. Oh, he lets everybody know. <laughs> the, the day after pre- or the day after a show, he's like, man, I'm fucking 38. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, I'm, I, don't, I know I'm only 40, but my body feels like it's at least 95. Yeah. Like it feels like shit most of the time. Then I, I, I won't even talk about my knees then, because they're they're up there in age. I bet. You know, it's a good thing that he's staying he he's staying positive after this loss or whatever. But going into this six way scramble, um, you know, he's got a lot on his plate. You know, he's in there with ring. He's going to be in the ring with a bunch of guys he hasn't been against because sure. we've te- we've teamed up together, never against. Ooh, it's coming. And you know what? I may have taught you a lot of things, Mike Chick, 
But I didn't teach you everything. Oh, shit. He taught you everything you know, not everything he knows. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, that's all fine and dandy because I've learned some other things outside of you. Oh, shit. You're going to be real surprised on what happened. And that's probably um, and that's August probably twenty seventh that summer night. Oh, and that's probably why you ended up losing the title because oh, you left from the stuff you learned on the outside. You got the prices right. You got you guys you got the prices right thing, man. You might as well just shut up. You already lost. It's all right, but we uh, got to go out and see this six-way scramble with everyone. Where do we go get tickets for that again? BWEstore.com. Hell yeah. Guys, come out. Mike, thank oh, you for up, calling Loco? in. What's up, What's up, Mariachi Loco? Yes, I'm, I'm outro. I just wanted to chime in and just say Cholo's amazing. That's all right, all yeah, Mike. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thank dude. you, sir. All right, later, guys. Later. Uh, keeping right. it local, we see him, uh, Mariachi Loco. You were tag team part, uh, tag teams for a little while with him. Keeping it, uh, no, no, uh, no, uh, Lucha, Lucha homies. homies. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not more than a little while. We were out there for you know we were doing our things for what like, close to like three years. Um, you know, stuff happens. You know, after the pandemic or whatever, and we took a little break from uh, the tag team. But that doesn't mean that you know we won't meet again. You know, sure. And. Uh, uh, we're just enjoying our time, you know, uh, doing our own things right now, but uh, hopefully here pretty soon, you know, Lucha Homies can always get back together again. We had Mariachi Loco on the show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's, he's also a fan favorite out yeah. the Michelada Lucha Rumble. He gets everyone going. He starts swinging them hips and get all the ladies hypnotized, stigmatized, you know, like he does what he needs to do. So. Yes. Uh, Michelada Lucha Rumble is one of the one of my favorite places to go get all kinds of entertainment. I mean, at a low, reasonable fucking ticket price, but yeah. you get amazing wrestlers that throw it down for you every single time there's a show. There's going to be an upcoming one in Phoenix, guys, so we know we're going to get some Lucha Libre out in Phoenix, so be on the lookout, I think, November 11th. I might so the wrong fun. date, or maybe, I don't know. My apologies, Steve, but uh, you guys need to go to Lucha... Uh, uh, Lucha... Michelada. MicheladaRumble.com. There we there go. You go. And you get your tickets right there, but, I mean, fuck, man, the boys and girls that go out and perform out in the sun... In front of everyone, especially in Arizona, shit. Whoa. Yeah, you can come out extra crispy on in that shit. I just when we just did the Santa Anita, I was we were roasting in that sun. I could just I'll imagine bet. out there. Fuck at Arizona, that's a whole other different. They have a different sun there. It's Man, not, if they, it's not the same as our <laughs> no, sun. No, it's not. <laughs> and if they have a vinyl canvas like they wrestle on, oh, oh shit. man, Ooh. I feel that's fucking skin burn, sunburn. Yes. Uh, keeping it loco. Love you, Cholo. Lucha homies for for life. <laughs> D Rotten yeah. from Dungeon Podcast wants to know you're a fuck Conan. <laughs> uh, no, never, never wrestled Conan um, physically. Uh-oh. Oh shit! Uh oh, physically no. Uh, <laughs> Mentally, you fought him a bunch of times. It is mine. Verbally, maybe. Sure. Okay. Verbally, maybe, but. Uh, that's that's for another episode. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. How come D always knows? Like he'll just come with an arrow. Like hey, look, what about this? And it's like oh, that's that's right where we shouldn't be touching. Because because <laughs> D's a fucking wrestling fan all the way from New sure. Jersey, holding it down <laughs> in the D's coast. Uh, thank you. I, and by the way, it's like three hours into the future, so it's way past his bedtime. It's like yeah. fucking like. 12 midnight like oh, yeah, two two late, weeks from man. now so uh hell yeah d thanks for fucking chiming in right right at that i'll give you i'll give you a little bit of that conan okay. Oh, okay okay um you know back in the day when i was a lot younger um we did a show in tijuana and uh that was back in the time when he was started dressing around and like 
the sure, dickies and sure. the flannel and stuff which was like not that. his deal it was not yeah, his it was deal. not his deal at all so back in that time we were doing our thing and i'm looking at him and i'm like look at this fucking lame right here you know <laughs> i was like why is he biting our style you know and uh at the time el cholo who was my type my bigger tag team partner was with me and we were just talking mad shit. This was in Tijuana at the Auditorio. Oh shit. And uh we were just talking mad shit. Look at this fucking fake and look at this. And you know, we were just 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 talking shit. We were hot because we saw what he was doing and it's like that's that's not him. Right. Not knowing that his family was sitting right next to us. Oh shit. No way. So I know I know I I believe if it was one of his kids and his wife, um <laughs> We ended up going backstage, and then, like, the lady, the, I guess it was his wife, I guess, told him that we were talking shit, and that kind of, um, we didn't really say anything that night, but, you know, we met at another show after, and he's like, hey, so, you know, I heard you were talking shit, and, you know, it, it, it was a while had passed, so I, I kind of, you know, I realized that it was just, you know, we were just talking shit, and he was doing his thing, and we were going to do ours, it was totally different, and we was just like, fuck it, you know, and I told him shit out, I was like, you know, I was younger, uh, I didn't really know what I was talking about, and you know, you know, my bad. You know, just you do your thing, I do mine. Yeah, but, I was just uh, talking shit. Man. Just talking shit, and uh, everything was cool after that. But um, it's it's all I can say is we're cordial. No, <laughs> fair enough. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, that's all you need to be, right? That's I right. mean, you don't need everyone to be your fucking friend. Just right. Just be cool. The I only mean, thing that's real is the miles and the money, man. That's it. Miles and money. <laughs> do you get to go out to TJ and still do stuff out there? Or? It's been a minute. It's okay. been a minute. Yeah. Uh, they're trust. They're always. I'm always getting hit up, uh, whether it be the crash or some other, you know, promociones Cholo de Tijuana. Uh, there's there's been a lot of promotions that have reached out to me. The only thing is that I'm usually booked by the time that they always ask me. Got it. So um, timing's got to be right. Timing's got to be right. But I'm pretty sure eventually I'll go out there. I'll make my way back out to Mexico City as well. So how was the vibe when you go out there coming from here, especially having that cholo? Uh, different. Yeah. Different. They look at me weird. They're definitely looking at me weird. Like this fool is wearing dickies and socks. <laughs> What the hell? But then they, you know, it, that that's that's usually you know uh, the the stereotype, you know. Sure. And they look at me and it's like, what? Like, is he's a wrestler? Nah. And I, I I'll go to shows and the people have never seen me before. They'll see me come out. I've heard you know people who are who are in gangs or whatever who happen to go to shows. You know, they'll see me come out and they'll laugh, and they'll be like, this fool, fuck this fool, <laughs> blah 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 blah. But they sit around, they watch, and then they see me do my thing. And then by the end of the match, they're like, This fool. They show me a different type of respect after. Yeah. You know? and, and it's cool. You know, people are going to talk shit. Maybe I'm not everybody's cup of tea. But in the end, I try to earn everybody's respect. And that's usually what happens. You talked yeah. you talked about your size earlier and kind of tying into this, right? You're not as big as a bunch of these other fucking monsters, monster wrestlers. But fuck, bro, when I watch you perform, and your power slam comes out, holy shit! And then you know now you know really getting to, like because I don't think I've ever I mean I've seen you walk by but like in the midst of like all this lucha vavum but I never really got to like sit down in front. You're not like a you're not a big dude. No, no. no and no. then just to see you pick someone up and like power slam a motherfucker like. Holy shit, man. Like, that is definitely, and with grace. Yeah. But fucking grace, dude. I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, this guy can do it. I can do it. <laughs> no, but not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Uh, it's been one wild ride, and I just yeah. know that after tonight, we need you fucking back in Absolutely. to let us know about 
the new upcoming wrestlers. Let us know if you picked another four to, you know, to to avenge and, and help out the other four that are out there now and let us know if you're going to kick fucking Mike Check's ass at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's 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 a few prospects right now that, 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 are, that are looking pretty good. You know, you want to uh, give them the stamp, you throw them our way too. We'll have them on. We'll I'm, bring them I'm, in I'm, here. I'm, you know? The stamp is, it's it's out, but it hasn't been, you know, sure. laid down yet. But uh, <laughs> I definitely got to send a shout out to the, to the, to the crew over there at the, uh, my house of Lucha. Um, you know, uh, send a shout out to Nikki Guns, uh, Sandra, uh, Freddie, uh, Eddie Vice, Mike Check, Angel Vega, Drowsy, um, you know, Dalton, uh, Anthony, Luna, uh, there's, you know, the list goes on, you know, uh, you know, there, it's a good group of people. It's a good group of guys and girls and, uh, it's pretty cool. And, uh, just want to send a shout out to them. Oh yeah. Kimberly out there likes your hat, by the way. So she wants a shout out to your hat. Ah, oh, thank you. Uh, go to represent, uh, ltd.com and pick one up. Uh, thank you so much, Little yes, Cholo, for you. hanging out, spreading some knowledge, some awareness. I'm glad we are, our schedules were lined up. And, I mean, it was really fun to get, get to talk to you and kind of figure out what Little Cholo is really about. And, it, I don't know, it brings a little bit more context when I do watch you perform now. Like, now I know a little bit about the man behind the wrestler. That's right. He's still a fucking Cholo. Like, yeah, <laughs> fucking Cholo. So that's what's <laughs> up, man. Uh, make sure you guys get your tickets. There's a handful of shows. Let us know once again, one more time, where do we go? Uh, RGR, Lucha Libre, this Friday, uh, this Saturday, East LA, La Buya at labuyaevents.com. Um, and then uh, August 27th, uh, VWE in Fullerton, Summer Nights, VWEstore.com. Social medias, you can look for me uh, mostly on Instagram uh, under Little Cholo Zero One, uh, and then on Facebook under Junior Cholo J R Cholo, and you can also subscribe, like, share uh, my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com backslash Little Cholo Fifteen Zero Three. Damn, Ooh, that's like a fucking professional. That's right. <laughs> Fuck that little cholo that has the one that you had to get zero one. Fuck that yeah. guy. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Exactly. You ain't little cholo. Yeah. You should have put, put the underscore after that or some shit. No. no. Fuck, man. Uh, remember to check out uh, the, uh, the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast live every Tuesday night. Uh, Steve normally does this. I don't normally have yeah, this. We're, uh, yeah, we're on I, Facebook uh, and uh, <laughs> Twitch yeah. and YouTube. But guess what? I'm doing that whole link thing where you guys can get Oh, link, it's all the same. Link.bio forward slash WC. CPP, That's we make this fucking us. thing super easy. Man. And shout out to, we're part of that familia with My Grito Industries. Up, uh, we saw you in the chat earlier, Oscar. Uh, he actually said, if you stay ready, you're always ready. Now, man, that, pair, that player pimp from Pomona. That's sugar right. Sugar free. Let me know. I learned that at the Michelada Rumble. Get that shit. <laughs> uh, once again, guys. Oh, also, Wednesdays, oh. 8 a.m., 4 p.m., on a local music experience. That's right. After fuck talk. <laughs> 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 fuck, fuck, fuck talk. talk. Well, yeah. they, that's not what they call it, but oh. that's what I call it. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I mean? By the way, he loved that fucking title, by the way. He, he <laughs> totally steal that shit. I was like, that's what it is. I got to send a quick shout out to SNA Video News. Uh, Mario, what's up, man? What up? What's up, Mario? Got another Mario right here. Hell that, yeah. That's your Tokayo right there. Ooh, right. Tokayo. On that note, we out. Hold Later. on. I, I think I have a button right here. Yeah. Number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Coming to you from Pig Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve 
Flores, comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C, and Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up.